In our culture, everything is based on success. But what is success and who to find it? That's the big question. Is it measurable? Can you obtain it? Can you dream it? Can you hold it? I'm on a quest to redefine how we view success, and I'd like to bring you on this journey. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. Welcome to Be Fulfilled. It's the real stories behind success. My name is Tony Grubmeyer, and this is the best of. We're going to look back at season one, and we're going to be listening to some of the best moments. As you look back and listen and hear some of these episodes, you can relive some of those moments that hopefully change your life. Because I know as we Sherpa up over 44 different mountains this past season, a lot has gone on in my life. And I love looking back and reflecting. And so what we're going to do right now is we're just going to reflect on the best of season one. And then season two is going to debut early November on November 4th. And our format's going to change just a little bit because normally we were releasing episodes on Monday and now we are releasing episodes Sunday. Help people get ready for the week ahead. We'll be releasing episodes on Sunday. So as you listen to the best of, thank you for being on this journey with me and helping me. I've grown so much and I'm excited. So many new projects are on the horizon with the launch of the new journal. You can find out more at TonyGrubmeyer.com. And until next time, Thank you, first and foremost, for being in my life. And go make today the best day of your life. My wife, no matter what's going on with us, good, bad, or indifferent, right? She sees the greatness in me that I can't see in myself. And she pushes me and she pushes me. And she's never doubted me for a minute. And I know that God put her in my life so that I could learn how to use my wings, so I could launch Anything that we want to do, any improvement that we may want to make in our life, it comes down to mindset. You might have the desire to have something, to do something, but you have to choose to do something in order for it to happen. So I will say it again, you deserve it. You can have it. You've just got to get out of your own way. There's language that I hear a lot of people use, a lot of executives when I first start coaching them. And it's things like, when I have time then I will take a break. After this is complete, perhaps I'll get to it. This is all part of what I call in the book, the culture of wish. And the culture of wish is worth it someday, hopefully. Someday this will all pay off. But right now I've got to put my head down and do the work. But the problem is when you do that, you are depriving yourself and others of the very thing that you need to have success having moments of joy, having moments of fun with family members, even having moments of just sitting on the couch and watching Netflix, these things give you the little pick-me-up that you need to stay motivated to work harder in the long run. So depriving yourself of this actually gets you the opposite result. So money is not the be-all end-all. Money just creates space, right? It's just a means to an end and creates time. By having time, there's a lot of space to look at and continuously reevaluate, okay, what's next? What are more ideas? What other things can we create? If you really want to be an effective leader, you have to be a quality servant. If servanthood is beneath you, then leadership is always going to be above you. I don't see anything as circumstance, right? I see things as like divine timing. Like, why do we at this moment in time have the internet? Why do I exist in this moment in time, right? Why are online courses a thing right now? What kind of power could that bring if everyone actually took the course, was impacted by it, had the benefit from it that they were expecting to have? 
those outcomes that they're wanting, those pain points that they're in when they sit down to start this course, it's like that. We've got a world of a lot of people and a lot of pain. And what we've got is a world of a lot of potentiality by having these online courses and by having this access to information. I faced way more no's than yeses. I faced way more we're not interested than we're happy to have you. I faced way more it's not going to work then, wow, that that was amazing. And when I look back on my past, the majority of the things didn't go as planned. And it took time. And each time I thought, why am I exposing myself to such pain? Like, why, why am I signing up for rejection? But it's because there was a voice calling me. There was a voice calling me from within in my heart that I believe is God. And it's that voice that says, you're not here to pad your ego. It's not why I made you. You're here to live out the purpose to rid the world of insecurity. And so as you get rejected, as you go through this pain, you are actually a better example for me, the creator, to show others to not quit, not give up. So the whole journey with Humble Power is to prove, I guess, once and for all, that you can be humble and still be powerful in all the different areas of your life. I always try to check myself on that point, making sure that I'm not waking up too many days in a row saying, you know, I don't want to be doing this anymore. That's not to say that those, you know, people don't have bad days and those days don't exist. It's just how many of those in a row are you really willing to tolerate? That's always been the gray line I try to walk. Your purpose is the thread that carries through. So your passion is the vehicle your purpose drives on. But your purpose is always related to something that's deeper. And so I would look at that. That's the classes I would teach. Finding your purpose, building relationships, having great boundaries, learning how to communicate, and building your self-worth. From there, you can do whatever you want to do. There's a lot of people talk about you know, corporate leadership and team leadership, but a lot of people don't take it on. How do you build your personal leadership? All these aspects of the, you can't lead anybody until you lead yourself. And there's a lot of aspects to leading and you just open the avenue up for you. Go out and talk about the seasons of your life because it's not just about business. If you don't have your health, then nothing else matters. We have a lot of professional services people and they've done a lot of one-on-one and they, they're like, I want to do something more leveraged. I want to do something one-to-many. I want to have a group of people, but they're holding themselves back. They hold themselves back for year after year after year. And it's just, we just say to them, look, now is the time. Look, you can do this. You're ready. You're able. Nothing's going to stop you. It'll be fine. The world's not going to collapse. Let's do this. And it's really amazing and liberating to help people through that process. The key to my success is having a mission, a mission in life and having values and integrity, and then living according to those values and matching that up with my mission. That old saying as it comes to mind is if you want to go quickly, go by yourself. If you want to go far, go with a group. I urge you to stay you. Everyone wants a unique brand. You're already unique. Don't sell out. Stay you. And on top of that, here's the big one. It takes zero effort to be you. It's a quote from Calvin Coolidge, who was the 30th president of the United States. And he says, nothing can take the place of persistence. Knowledge will not. There are you know, untold numbers of derelicts who have all kinds of knowledge. You know, Talent will not. Uh, he goes through this litany of different virtues that people have. And his point is that you can have all of those things, but if you're not persistent, 
then none of them are really worth much. We talk about it all the time. I tell him, I'm like, babe, you laid the groundwork for me to be where I'm at today. I am the entrepreneur's wife because of the entrepreneur. Like we did this journey together. Success is that I have abundance where at any given will, I could give someone else a chance that never, ever would have ever been able to have that chance and to be able to contribute to that. So that to me, like that is why this next act in my life, it's all about to be able to give someone that chance that normally it would have to be a miracle for that to be able to happen. I want to be able to be that kind of miracle maker for some people. I want at every conversation that I have for the person that I'm talking to, to feel that they're the only person in the room because they are the most important thing at that moment. And they should have all of my attention. You just have to have a clear vision of what you want to achieve and just have that focus, focus on it. That is probably the most important thing for me. That's You said people don't like feeling stuck. I don't like feeling stuck. So for me, having options, having choices is probably the thing. You have to train your mindset to really look at the bigger goal and also celebrating like smaller victories. I mean... You know, I woke up this morning. That's, I'm grateful for that. I made my bed. Victory. Once I let go of the stories and the wrapper that substance and alcohol had around me, once I just existed, then it was where I discovered the truest version of myself, which was there all along. So if you take more responsibility for your words, your thoughts, and your actions, it'll be a game changer for you. Be honest with yourself. Be honest with other people. It might be uncomfortable at first uh, for the first few years, maybe the first few decades, but it's a very fruitful journey and it will bring you closer to that thing that you were when you were a child. You step in there and say, what's the toughest problem that somebody in here has to solve? That it's been on your plate for a long time and you can't solve it. And we say, we're going to now take the rest of this 55 minutes of this meeting. We're going to help you solve this. We're going to get this off your plate right now. Are you suffering from marketing dysfunction? Are you not able to perform online as well as you could when you were younger? Unable to keep up with the intimate demands of buying product, running offers, and shipping items to your customers? Say hello to Ship Offers, clinically proven to enhance the growth and longevity of your business. Get some today at shipoffers.com. The information that I got from that feedback helped me turn everything around. From interviewing people, not just for skill, but for their attitude and for their communication as well, to what you talked about, setting expectations up front so we're on the same page, giving people a chance to back out once they realize what those expectations are before you invest a lot of time into money in them, into focusing more energy on the culture and, and making an env- environment where people wanted to be there, where they were motivated for the company, and also just how I talk to people. Entrepreneurism is a journey. It's not you're not getting there and you're done. It's like it's the journey how you get there. And as entrepreneurs, we never get there. There's always new stuff happening, right? So I think being reminded that you got to be grateful for the journey. And sometimes when things get really hard, when you are waking up drenched in sweat, ultimately it's the catalyst that down the road you see that was the pivotal moment where I changed how I was doing things, how I was thinking about things, and it pushed me in a new direction. You know, I think I started to figure out in my 20s that the normal way of doing things was not for me and that that was also okay. And I think business and I think life in general 
is, yeah, you have to concentrate on the task at hand, but you also want to make sure that you have your next step, your second step, you know, make sure that you're involved in those things the right way and that you have those things, you know, where you are. I really believe that only to the extent that you love yourself and the investment you place into yourself, are you able to pour into others? Because it's all about overflow. It says, love your neighbor as yourself. But people always just think about loving their neighbor. But first, they have to love themselves. Love your neighbor as yourself. If you hate yourself, then you're probably going to hate your neighbor too. Like I do have mentors, but then along the way, one of the things I always keep in the back of my mind is that anybody that I meet is somebody I can learn something from. Mm. And so whenever I'm talking with people, I'm always like listening on another, I guess, what, another level to just see, you know, what I'm able to learn from them. Confidence is a big word that I use and is a big word that comes up with my clients because positively impacting every aspect of your life. Like if you feel confident in yourself, you feel confident in your relationship, you feel confident at work, you feel confident, you know, everywhere else. So by creating the confidence in your body, it does impact everything else around you. I did buy a lie that the world sells us that the more stuff I accumulate, the more things I have, that was my worth. That was my value. I bought into all the marketing and everything we have since we're little bitty kids. And what I realized about eight years into working as a financial advisor, there was a disconnect between that belief and what I saw my older clients that had lived well and worked well. They were telling me, hey, I wouldn't trade all my money, all my assets that I have, period, for these relationships, time with my kids, my grandkids, my significant other, or if I had one more day with that spouse Mm -hmm. I lost, I would trade everything for that. I want the people who work with me and work for me to love what they do and to love that they get to do it for me. You know, I want to be that kind of a boss and I want them to be family. I want us to be able to talk like family. I want us to serve each other. And that's really what we're trying to build with the business. I think, you know, competitors that are honest competitors and compete for business, it's great when you have competitors that are willing to stoop to devious and and dirty levels to try to win business, uh, you know, that there's no room for those people. And I think they'll quickly go away. But I love competition and being able to figure out how you're going to chisel your piece of the market share is always interesting and fun. I want to create something more meaningful. You know, I want to create something much more impactful. And so I called you, right? And I gave you, like, I just remember picking up the phone. I already had the idea fleshed out and I called you. And I remember I was just like, I got this idea for Maestro. I want to create courses that changes the world. And I just remember you were just like, do it. (laughs) You were just like, make it happen. I just try to focus on what I can do to, to create the most value. You have to have strategy on how you're going to make money. It has to happen to build your business. And so for me, I started just creating. I started being like, well, you know, I know if I put this book out there, it'll help get some exposure. I can provide some value that way. I know that if I create this course that I'm going to be able to help people convert more sales. And I focused maybe 75% of my time in my business bubble on those things. But after, you know, a year goes by and getting all these different things out there, I've decided the, the way that I'm able to, to provide the most value is by providing a service and getting results for people. Leadership is as leadership does. Anybody can be a leader when it's a sunny day. My dad has demonstrated over the years that he can be a leader when it's cloudy, rainy, thunderstorms, tornadoes. Leadership is not easy. My dad demonstrated that with me, demonstrated it with my sister. Anybody that's ever come in contact and been fortunate to call my dad a friend, he's always been that person to be there. He's been like a rock. One of my definitions of success is doing that what you like to do, but I also want to see other people do what they want to do and 
be fulfilled, right? Like that's my deal. I want to see people be fulfilled. So if I'm working with someone, whether it be a business partner or a friend like you or someone who's an employee for me, I just want to make them succeed. If they're successful, I'm going to be successful. To be successful in a relationship, you need one skill set, and that is communication. And the better communicator you are, the better you're going to fare in your relationships. And also what's interesting that I've learned about business is that conversion, which is what all these business people are chasing, right? Getting someone to actually buy from them comes down to your ability to effectively communicate the value you have to offer to that prospect. If you can be creative and put that truest expression of yourself out there, unfettered, that's the thing that gets me out of bed. I think that's the thing that gets all of us out of bed. What I really want to ask myself is, how many people have I helped and how many more people can I help before I'm gone? And that to me, when I look back and think, you know, I've helped a lot of people, that makes me feel like a success. And, you know, there might be other people who've helped more people or less people. It doesn't matter. This year, I got to help more people than I did last year. And I hope to do the same next year. Keep following Tony Grabmeyer. That was one of my best quotes ever. Keep following Tony Grabmeyer. Thanks for listening to today's show. But before you go, let me ask you a question. How would you like to be the architect of your journey in this game we call life? Take the next step now at trainersanddrivers.com and download my free mini course designed to give you more clarity and freedom in your day. It might just change your life forever. Forever.